Well, let's give our God, our great God, a hand praise in the house of the Lord. Amen. Let the redeemer of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Are you redeemed tonight? Well, let's give him some praise in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Great is our God. Amen. I'm so thankful to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Every day I get up, drop down on my knees, and I tell God, thank you. Amen. You can always find something to complain about. But I find a reason to thank God because a lot of people didn't wake up this morning. But we woke up this morning and was clothed and in our right mind. We ought to give God a praise for that. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's look to the Lord tonight as we could. <clears throat> gracious Father, we are so thankful that you're merciful and gracious to us. Thank you for redeeming our lives from destruction. Thank you for crowning us with love and kindness, tender mercy. Thank you for the mind that you've given us. Come to the house of worship to give you praise, glory, and honor. Thank you that we have a place to come and worship you and bless your name. Thank you that we can praise you, God, because you're wonderful, holy, and righteous. So we thank you now. Thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit that is orchestrating setting in motion all that you want to do in us, through us, and around us. So we give vent now to the leading of the Holy Spirit. We say, Holy Spirit of God, have your way among us, in us, on tonight. And some have come tonight with special needs. And God, you're Jehovah Jireh. You're our supplier. So we look to you, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Thank you for deep providing for us. Thank you for making provision for us. So we bless you and we praise you. Thank you for our leader. Thank you for the word that you've given him to give us on tonight. Thank you, God, that you will open up our hearts and our minds to receive the engrafted word without wavering and without doubting. And thank you for giving all of us this common testimony that it was good for us to have been here this night in this place. In the precious, wonderful name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Thank you, Father. Amen, amen, amen. Thank a beautiful song. And, uh, and then I was trying to, you know, understand it. Uh, and, and it makes a lot of sense. And, and some people interpret the scripture the way that y'all sang the song uh, but again the Lord kept impressing upon me but you need to also straighten them out in terms of the understanding of the scripture that they were singing because the scripture as they were singing it does not coincide with the way the scripture text reads and so I wanted to make sure that no one went away or I wanted to at least try to correct the thought process so that when something bad happens to you that you won't take this scripture out of the context in which it was written and then think that everything is going to be good for you. 
I think the song was what uh, all things work together for good for my good all things work together for my good that's not the way the text reads and a lot of time people will start blaming God because things are not working for their good uh, an example of that would be the story of uh, Joseph anybody remember any of the story of Joseph okay uh, first of all let me say good to see Ola back with us and have you back with us amen uh, now if if you were reading the story of Joseph or, or trying to understand the story of Joseph, first of all, let's, let's go to some of the things that happened to him. Now, the text says, go to Romans 8 chapter, verse number 28, because this is where it says, this is where the song comes from, and this is where uh, everything is dependent upon and notice what it says and we know everybody with me 828 Romans 828 and we know that all things work together for good there's no other word in between there doesn't say my good or your good it just simply says for good to them that love God and then again, it says to them who are the called according to his purpose, according to his purpose. So there was a good that came out of Joseph's life, but it wasn't for his good. <laughs> if you understand, there was good that came out of Joseph's life, and there was a lot of good that he did. And the, and the combination of all the factors of things that happened to him resulted in the good for the nation of Israel, but not for his good. Okay, and, and so I want us to understand that because first of all, I'm certainly, I'm certain that he didn't like the fact or think that was for his good for his brothers to turn against him his family to turn against him. I, I don't think he felt that that was for his good. And, and although some good did come out of it, but it wasn't for his good. If you follow? Okay. So the good that he's talking about is not necessarily the good that applies to you, but there is some good that God has a plan for that is going to come to pass. Okay, and and so and then the next phase is he goes into captivity in Egypt, and uh, that certainly wasn't good to him. But God had a plan, what He was trying to do and accomplish to try to get something done, that He had to take him down into Egypt to accomplish it. Now, uh, with my little puny mind and way of thinking, I would think there's an easier way to get you into Egypt. 
Amen. I mean, I mean, family go on a vacation or something and, and decide, you know, we, we're going to go to Egypt. And, and, you know, but why do you have to be sold into slavery to get to Egypt? So that certainly wasn't for his good. And then to have Potiphar's wife to lie on him and to cause him to go to prison certainly was not for his good. And I can tell you the reason why I know it's not for his good because he said, he told the butler and the baker, look, when y'all get out of here, remember me. He said, when y'all leave here, remember that I'm still here. But they went out and forgot him anyway and, and, and left him there. But God didn't forget him because God knew at the time he was going to raise him. Yes. 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 God was with him. And, and 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 God was with all of them that went through trials and tribulations and uh, things. The three Hebrew boys, Daniel and the lions then, uh, God was always with them because he promised that he would not leave them nor forsake them. And that's a promise that he had. But he doesn't promise you that everything that happens in your life is going to be for your good. Amen. It's not going to be for your good. And, and so when you hear things like that, I don't want you to go out thinking, praise God, that everything that happens is for my good. No, God may have a reign for you to help somebody else or be a blessing to somebody else. Glory to God. Because even Moses in his story, praise God, and all the things that happened to him and the embarrassment that he went through of going to Pharaoh so many times, praise God, and Pharaoh not uh, yielding to him but every time uh, he would get Pharaoh to agree to something, then Pharaoh would change his mind and, uh, and, and, and not agree. Certainly, it wasn't good for Moses, but he was doing it for the good of Israel so that Israel could be escaped, praise God, and come out of bondage in, 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 in that text. So, uh, but let's go back up and, and get to that 28th chapter. Let's start with verse number 24. For we are saved by what? By hope. We are saved by hope. Hope is the expectation of good. The expectation, that's hope. Hope is what? The expectation of something good. For we are saved by hope. And hope that is seen is not hope. If you can see it, then you don't need the hope for it. Because it's there. Excuse me. Amen. Thank you. For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what man seeth, for what a man seeth, why does he yet hope for it? If you have an expectation of something, glory to God, and you know it's already there, then you don't have to hope for it anymore. If you know it's already been purchased, if you know it's already been acquired, praise God, then you don't have to hope for it anymore. You can just expect it. Amen. Amen. But if we hope for that we see not, then we with patience wait for it. There's that word, patience, wait for it. We have need of patience after we've done the will of God that we might receive the promises thereof. After we've done the will of God, we might receive the promises thereof. Amen? Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our weaknesses, our infirmities. Who helps us? 
the Spirit also helpeth our weaknesses. Where we are weak, the Spirit is strong. The Spirit gets us, the, gives us the power to endure things that we don't understand. It's the Spirit that gives us what power to endure things we don't understand, things we can't comprehend, things we can't put together, things we can't piece together. Going to all things we, we really can't grasp, but mentally, but praise God, our spirit is all right because our spirit is strengthened by the fact, glory to God, that we know that God still loves us. We know that God still stands by us. We know that God will not forsake us. And we know God does not cause evil to come upon us. The evil comes upon us because of the enemy. Evil comes upon us, what? Because of the enemy. Praise God. Not because of God. Because why would God set you up to fail and then turn around and rescue you? Amen. If you're going to fail, then you should just fail. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with what? Groanings which cannot be uttered or understood or spoken. Praise God. And, and, and we can't comprehend what the Spirit itself is saying. That's why speaking in tongues, glory to God, is so uh, unintelligible to us that we can't understand it. We, we hear somebody speaking, but you don't know what they're saying. Uh, and But the Spirit is making intercession with groanings which cannot be uttered. And this is what he says, And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is in the mind of the Spirit. He that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is in the mind of the Spirit because what? He maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. The Spirit, praise God, makes intercession for us, amen, according to the will of God, with groanings which cannot be understood, with utterances which cannot be understood, with speaking that cannot be understood, but praise God, God understands and God knows, and so God, through the Spirit, speaks to us. Amen. And that's why, go to God, it's good to be in the Spirit. It's good what? To be in the Spirit. Glory to God. So, uh, go back to verse 9 and see what it says. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, verse 9 of verse 8, of chapter 8. So then, because, uh, but you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if so be that the Spirit of God, what? Dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Now, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, is that me? No. Well, praise God. Amen. That uh, was back to I was oh nine right, okay. And if ten, and if Christ be in you, the body is what dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of Him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also do what? Cause your body, your mortal bodies to come to life. To cause your mortal bodies to come 
to life. That's what quicken means, cause to come to life. Your mortal bodies by his spirit that what dwelleth in you. And that gives us the hope and the confidence because we know that Christ got up. Christ got up, praise God, and the spirit of God helped him to overcome death. And he got up, praise God, in the power of the spirit. Glory to God. And that power of the spirit, praise God, resurrected him to new life. Amen? Amen. To resurrect him. And the people could not understand what was going on. And, and certainly, once, uh, once again, back to the thought, uh, once again, it wasn't pleasurable, pleasurable to Jesus to suffer on the cross. The way he suffered and the things that they did to him, it wasn't pleasure, it wasn't good to him. But it was good for all of us. Because he bore our sins and carried our sorrows and griefs, praise God, to the cross. Amen? He, and, 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 and he suffered that we might live. So, praise God, so once again, Jesus, it wasn't beneficial to him, and it wasn't pleasurable to him, and it wasn't good to him, but it was good that he died the way he died so that all of us could live. Come on, amen, and we ought to give God thanks for it, and we ought to praise him for that. Now, then it comes back to, moving back to the 27th, uh, he that searches the hearts that is the mind of the spirit because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God when you don't know when you don't know what to pray for you need to pray and ask the spirit to give you revelation on what to pay, pray for amen uh, on several occasions here recently uh, I've lost items and uh, Sister G would ask me well did you ask the Lord you know where the thing was and so I would then I would say well, why, are you, why are you asking me that but then I go pray to the Lord and say to the Lord Lord okay you know where I had it last what, 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 what? that's right help me out here uh, and by and by the Lord would just reveal it and open it up by understanding and show me what I did and then I would know where to go and, and I found all the items I was looking for. Amen. Because it was revealed in the spirit. Glory to God. And God had revealed them to me in the spirit. Because I couldn't get it in the flesh, but, I, but through the spirit, God revealed it to me and showed me where to go, what directions to take, and what to do. Amen. So a lot of times when we don't know what to do, we don't know where to go, go to God, we just have to go to him and then pray in the spirit and ask the Lord to give us divine revelation of what it is we're looking for. Amen. Now, for whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed, predestinate to be what? Conformed to the image of his son, that he might be what? The firstborn among many brethren. For for whom he did foreknow or pre-know know in advance he also did predestinate or predetermine that these people would be conformed before Christ died before Christ died, before he suffered before he did anything, God knew that everyone was going to be like his son God was going to create us in the image of his 
son. And in the process of creating us in the image of his son, means we have to die out of ourselves. We have to what? We have to die out of just like Jesus died on the cross. We have to die out of ourselves. Amen. Something's got to die. Amen. And so, in order for us to live, we have to die. That sounds, praise God, like it doesn't make sense, but it does. Because we have to die in the flesh and live in the spirit. Die in the flesh and live in the spirit. Amen. And, and sometimes that's a difficult thing to do. Sometimes it's a challenging thing to do. But we're capable of doing it because he preordained for us to walk in that spirit and be conformed to the image of his son. That he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate them to be conformed to his son, them he also called. Remember what he said, you didn't choose me, I chose you. I called you. I, I, I called you out of darkness and I placed you into this marvelous light. Amen. That you might be justified through the spirit. Through my death, you might be justified to live again. Then he also glorified, brought his glory and his power, praise God, on them. What shall we say then to these things? If God but be for us, who can be against us? Who is big enough? Who is bad enough? Who is powerful enough? Praise God to come against us. But he that spared not his own son, but he delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us what? All things. Whatsoever you desire, when you pray, believe that you have them and you shall have them. Believe that you receive and you shall have them. Believing in the present tense so that you can have it in the future tense. Believing in the present tense that you might have it in the future tense. Glory to God. It may not look like you're in possession of it now, but glory to God through the Spirit you see through hope. Amen. That which you do not see, you hope for that which you do not. You expect that to happen. Amen. How many of you have an expectation of something from God that you're looking for? Amen. So praise God, we believe that. Now, then he says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? And then he goes on to say, shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or even nakedness or pearl or sword as it is written for thy sake we are killed but all the day long but and are counted as sheep for the slaughter that's what they say no in all these things we are more than conquerors that is that is very deep because he describes suffering in all these things, for we are killed all the day long. So tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword. 
Nay, and every time we go through something, we are more than a conqueror. We are, it doesn't seem like you are, doesn't appear like you are, but, but the scripture says that we have confidence of knowing that all things are going to work for good to them that love the Lord and, and are called according to his purpose. Amen. So if we believe we're in the will of God, then we know that some good is going to come out of whatever happens. Somebody got to give God some praise. Amen. Something good is going to come. May not be good to me. May not feel good to me. It may not be, praise God, to my good. But it's going to be some good that's going to come out of this. Come on, somebody. Amen. Give God praise. He says, well, I am persuaded. I am convinced without a shadow of a doubt that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come no height nor death depth no other nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from what the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord hallelujah come on let's give him praise let's give him praise hallelujah thank you Lord so even though praise God it, it sounds good and, and uh, the song sounds good and, and go to God and, and we may not understand it all uh, we got the rhythm, we got the beat, we got all that. But I just want us to all have the understanding. <laughs> Praise God, amen. Because when things don't go good, good for you, doesn't mean that some good not going to come out of this. <laughs> Glory to God, amen. So hallelujah, we just have to give God thanks. Even in that which we do not understand, we have to just say thank you, Lord, and give God praise. Hallelujah. Somebody give him that praise tonight. In Jesus' name. And Father, we thank you and we praise you. And we magnify you. And we lift you up. In the mighty name of Jesus. Pray for those, O oh God, that have needs tonight. In the name of Jesus. And God, we give up. Oh, 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 we give you praise. And we thank you. We thank you, Lord. We pray for our brothers and sisters, O oh God, that are grieving tonight those that are going through the process of grieving oh God and God we pray for them that you will comfort them in the midnight hour comfort them in the times oh God when they need comforting send an angel dispatch an angel to minister to their needs oh God we pray in the mighty name of Jesus and we thank you Lord because we know you are a comforter and God we just give you that praise in Jesus' name, thank God. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's get ready to give the Lord an offering. <laughs>